it's our absolute privilege to welcome Dave. Dave, are you, are you with us? <laughs> Dave, I'm, with any, I'm with anybody at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, it's such a joy to have you and we, we just want to honour you. You're amazing. We love you so much and we really do appreciate you coming and joining us on this momentous day. <laughs> and uh, we're looking forward to hearing whatever God's put on your heart because we think it's going to be significant. Right. Uh, yeah, so please take okay. the and uh, bring the word of God to us. Now, I've got to be careful what I say because I'd like, I would have liked to have said, uh, it's a privilege to be with you. But when I was in a big church in South Africa and I said that, there was a, a, a thunderous applause. And when I thought how receptive they were, I watched the replay and I'd actually said, what a privilege it is for you to have me. <laughs> and so... <laughs> We'll, we'll take that, Dave. That, I don't think we'll go there, Rob. <laughs> but but what, a, what a great time to be with you. You're great friends. Oh. And we've seen you progress over the years. And it's the year of Jubilee. Now, Jubilee, like Renewal, evolved its name. As you said, you took over from an existing church. And a lot of people don't realize that Renewal is our, is our fourth name. We started off in 1972, after 40 years old last month. We started off as Trinity Free Church in 72, and then we got convicted because we were spirit-filled, and in 73 we became Trinity Pentecostal Church, and then uh, we joined Elim, and they wouldn't let anybody have a name, and we became in 74 Solihull Elim Church. But in 1976, we put a mission on in the center of Solihull, with church trebled, it was called Renewal 76. So we became Renewal thereafter. So there, there is a meaning in a name. With renewal, one of the meanings is the act or process of making changes to something so that it can become more successful. That's why we're there. We were there to change lives so that they could become more successful. But what about you, Jubilee? It's your anniversary. Uh, and one of the meanings of that name, Jubilee, is the celebration of the day on which an important event happened many years ago. Now, I seem to know what that Jubilee Church celebration is. They celebrate the day many years ago when Jesus Christ incarnate, came as man, lived amongst us, preached the good news, healed the sick, died on a cross for our sin as a sacrifice for us, was buried, rose again, ascended into heaven, sits on the right hand of the Father, and one day he's coming back to us to take us as his bride. And I believe Jubilee is a church that celebrates the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, of course, Jubilee is 50 years, and it's a great expression. Uh, we, Molly and myself, were married 50 years ago last week. And Jubilee is great because you don't understand being married 50 years. It's, it's a year of freedom. I don't have to iron anymore, take my wife shopping anymore. I don't have to be involved in any housework whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And I reminded Molly this morning, I've been liberated through Jubilee from any form of housework in the future. She reads the scriptures slightly different. Now, where do we get Jubilee from? Leviticus 25, verse 10 to 11 in the Jewish Study Bible. It says this, 
and you shall hallow the 50th year and you shall proclaim release. Hold on to that word. You shall proclaim release throughout the land for all the inhabitants and it will be a jubilee for you. Each inhabitant, it will be a jubilee for you. Each of you shall return to his holding and each of you shall return to his family. The 50th year shall be a jubilee for you and you shall not sow, neither shall you reap the aftergrowth of the harvest. So what are we saying in this scripture for Jubilee Church? I believe that this year has been a forced sabbatical for us all, induced by C-19. And I believe the Lord will bring back to memory the promises that he has planted in the years in your church. Now this sabbatical year of 220 has meant that the normal activities have been redirected, not forgotten. The vision of your church has not been forgotten. A Sabbath isn't doing nothing. It's spending time becoming something in God. Let me say that again. A Sabbath is not doing nothing. It's becoming something in God. See, God created the Sabbath and didn't put man into it. He created man and surrounded him with the Sabbath. And the idea was in that Sabbath time he could rest from normal labor and he could rest in God. And I believe in this year, even though you're not meeting together publicly, a lot of your ministries are not being seen physically, you can have a sense of redirection in your life that will make you better people. So a Sabbath is not doing nothing. It's spending time becoming something. And as a child, we couldn't do anything when I was a young person on the Sabbath. And we had a, an unwritten list which seemed to be effective amongst Christians. For instance, you couldn't cut the grass. When I was a young man, if my dad managed to cut the grass, Bert, you can't do that. It's the Lord's Day. You couldn't put your washing out. Well, that would get you stoned, that would. You go to church at night and they'd throw bricks at you if you put your washing out. You couldn't go to the park. In fact, to a, a young man, Sunday was the most boring day of the week because it became legalistic. It's only when I got older that I realized I could spend that day resting in God. And so in a Sabbath, it's not boring. It's learning to know God better. There were very few positives in those days. Yet Mark 2.27 tells us that God made the Sabbath for us so that we may rest from our labours. And you know, Adam used to walk with God in the cool of the day, but since the cross we can walk with the Lord any time of the day. So Jubilee was not just living on the previous year's harvest, but they were repositioning for the next year. And before Jubilee was a sabbatical year, there were seven sevens, 49 years, and there were seven rest years in those 49 years. And when Jubilee came, there were two rest years, the Sabbath and Jubilee. But listen, I'm reading today, it said in our reading, you shall proclaim release. Now, I want you to hold on to that word because if you read that scripture in the Torah, in the Jewish work, that word release is dero, 
and it relates to Isaiah 61. Come with me. Jesus walks into the synagogue. They give him the scroll. The day's reading happens to be Isaiah 61. He reads it. It's a jubilee scripture. He sits back into his seat. And he says, today, amongst you, this scripture has been fulfilled. I am the jubilee. I have come for the following reasons. I've been anointed. Your church has been anointed. Your pastors and leaders have been anointed. I've been anointed to preach good tidings to the poor, not just physically, emotionally, socially, economically, but spiritually. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, and there's a lot of brokenhearted people in Solihull. I've spent 48 years trying to mend those. To proclaim liberty, jubilee, to the captives, opening a prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, jubilee, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. There's a lot of grieving people out there. To comfort all who mourn in Zion. There's a lot of grieving people in the church. To give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So Isaiah is saying that one day Jubilee will come in human form. He'll live amongst you and he'll bring a Jubilee to your life and to your town. As I just said, Jubilee came after seven sets of seven. 49 years. And in that time of Jubilee, they would remember, recommit, refocus, refresh, reestablish, redirect, and release. And I believe that's why Jubilee was formed. Those are the conversations Rob and I had for many years when we'd have a coffee or a breakfast and we talk about his vision for the future. Because Jubilee is Jesus. Jubilee enables us to preach good news. We must not give up preaching the gospel. There's been a tendency for it to fade from our pulpit. The commission and the command of Christ, we must not neglect our responsibilities. We've got to heal the brokenhearted. And especially with the pandemic, we face a community grieving. I know you take chaplaincy seriously, and I'm a chaplain, hopefully going back to the hospital next week. And we don't say to the person, are you a Christian? We just say, are you grieving? And we meet the needs of our society. We heal the brokenhearted. We bring liberty to the captives, a generation bound by culture of oppression, spiritually enslaved by the principles of darkness. We open prison doors. I'm the Bishop of the Order of St. Leonard, and St. Leonard is the patron saint of prisoners. And 500 years ago, when he went into prisons and preached, as soon as the prisoners accepted Christ, their chains fell off physically. He saw liberation physically as well as spiritually. 
Wesley penned it this way. My chains fell off. I rose, went forth and followed thee. I awoke the dungeon flame with light. To declare freedom is jubilee. It's our responsibility to declare freedom for all. To warn of the judgment that is to come. We must not forget that not only is there grace and forgiveness, there is a judgment of sin. To conform and to comfort those who mourn in Zion. What does that mean? That means jubilee, we have a responsibility to the church, to those who are in Christ. How can you offer beauty instead of ashes? And you may have lost something in your life. Your job may have gone. You may have lost a family member. You could be watching today and you don't know where the next meal's coming from. And there's been almost a cremation of your future. But in Christ, you have beauty. He recreates something. A little crocus comes out of the fire. A little bird flies from the, bur from the burned bush. And Christ can come into your life. He gives you oil. When a Jewish woman was a widow, she would wear dark clothes. She wouldn't wear any makeup. And then the elders would say, your mourning is over. Put the oil on your face. Bring the color back. Bring the joy back. Your beauty is not only just instead of ashes, it's in your face. And there comes a time when our grieving comes to an end and joy comes in the morning. Yeah. And then he said for the Christian, rather than carrying a heaviness upon you, a spirit of heaviness, there comes a garment of praise. And we can sing and we can dance. Yes, we don't forget the loved one who's gone. We don't forget the career that's been wrecked. The children that have some way become wayward. We don't forget those. But there's a spirit of gladness. There's a spirit of happiness. <clears throat> what a wonderful thing. Slaves set free. They become oaks of righteousness. All our addictions. What a picture. Slaves in many circumstances. Socially. Racially. Economically. Sexually. Spiritually. Physically. Culturally. All set free. Do you believe this church believes in the power of the Holy Spirit? I've spent 48 years living in that. We're living in a time in history that we need a message of freedom from a society enslaved by the God of this world. In Jubilee, all the debts were wiped out. Emotionally, relationally, financially. And many of you have testimonies where God has liberated you from a debt you had to people, from a debt you had financially, from a debt you had in a promise you once made. It restores you. Like the locusts that have eaten your life, they come back. Jubilee believes in a land that's resting. A time of stillness. A time of recovery. A time of repairing. And preparing for future growth, I believe Jubilee will grow. Amen. Not a hiding from the past, but a preparing for the future. If a church and its leaders had a sabbatical, do you know, through doing this sermon, I've learned something. 
If a church of leaders had a sabbatical every seventh year, full of waiting on the Lord, still actively meeting, yet less program endured, I wonder what the following six years would produce. It's the 50th year that demands two years of rest, of collective preparation, a Sabbath leading to a jubilee. If I was still pastoring, I think I would uh, revisit this sermon and learn to have a sabbatical and a jubilee. See, jubilee can be seen as the law of redemption, a year of positive return. Jubilee isn't instantaneous. Your church has taken 10 years, it might take another 10 years. And maybe today you need a Sabbath rest, or you need a jubilee release. And you may be in the middle of a six-year working cycle. I want to pray for you, if I may. Three types of people here. First is those that need a Sabbath rest. Not the absence of doing, but the action of being. Learning to be still in his presence. If that's you and you're watching this program and you need a Sabbath rest, it's not a case of doing less, it's becoming more like him. Let me pray now. Father God, I want to thank you that in Jubilee today, that is a Sabbath rest. Listening to me now are people who are tired physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. They're not wiped out, they need wiping down. It's not a case of doing less, they need to know you more. And I pray in this sabbatical they will walk with you in the cool of the day. Amen. Then there's those who need a jubilee, freedom from slavery, debt and release. You need your land back. You need to recover that which has been taken from you. We used to sing the song, I'm going to go to the enemy's camp and take back what he stole from me. I'm going to pray for you now. Father God, I thank you in the essence of this celebration of Jubilee. Let them have a Jubilee. May the power of the Holy Ghost break prison doors, slavery, debt, restore family. I'm praying for those children of yours that are backslidden, gone back into the world. Now I pray in the name of Jesus, come back, that you may have a home whole in Christ. And lastly, those of you who are in the middle of a six-year cycle of work, I pray that you will not grow weary, you will run and not faint. And that the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you shall be called the oaks of righteousness in your generation. And I pray for the next year of Jubilee, the next ten years of Jubilee, until the Lord comes and that's the final Jubilee, that we all become free. Thank you for listening and thank you for having me. You're great friends, and at my age, I need as many as I can get. God bless you. Thank you, Rob. Amen. Thank you so much, Dave. We love you too. And that was a very significant uh, message for us. Thank you so much. Bless you. I know you've prayed three prayers. Would you pray one more prayer for us? Would you just pray a blessing over Jubilee, a blessing over the ministry of this church, and, and, and pray blessing over the growth of this church too. Uh, we just really, uh, you know, it says that you get a profit's reward. When you, you know, every time I go to the hospital, because I'm based in Solihull, yeah. every time I go to the hospital, I look up at your signs, because I pass it in Lode in Lane and then down the main road there, Warwick Road. I always think of you every time I go on duty. 
Right. When I've come back, I don't look at you because it's the wrong side of the road. So I always see you every time I go on duty. So you always, I'm always reminded seeing your little round signs all over your windows to save you cleaning them. It's wonderful. <laughs> Father, I want to thank you for Jubilee. I want to thank you for the relationship I have with these two. They're very special to me. They're very precious. And Lord, I just pray now in the name of Jesus that all the vision that is yet to be fulfilled will be fulfilled. All the glory that's not being shown will be shown and that your name will be high and lifted up yeah. and, your, and, your, and your train will fill the temple that they will get to a point Lord, that we knew many years ago that when people walk through the door, the presence of God will hit them yeah. and that they'll just be so enthralled with the Holy Spirit of bring healing and wholeness to their bodies, yeah. wisdom, love to their family and may mm -hmm. the Father be with you and I'll give you a bishop's blessing in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. How's that? Oh, Amen. Thank you.